0: I just remember he handed me a tray with two enemas and two douches on it and said, take this up to bedroom four. So you have two douches and two enemas. And I knock on the door and and it opens and it's... uh, um. Okay.
1: Wow. Welcome to Howie Mandel Does Stuff, I'm Howie Mandel. What a coincidence.
2: I'm Jacqueline Schultz. My daughter. Yes. My co-host. Or Jackie, I'm Jackie Schultz.
1: Well, the reason you're saying that is because we have uh, an illustrious guest today. We also have Lou Dinos is uh, back in the room. Anyway, uh, but we have an illustrious guest also, (laughs) uh, Tim Bagley who you've known since you I'm were a little excited. girl. I'm excited.
2: I haven't seen you in a long time. So for those time. that long don't
1: time. Know, yeah, it is a long time. Tim Bagley, you would know from uh, Will and Grace. That, what was the character name? You were a recurring. Larry. Larry from uh, Will and Grace. You're on, how many shows are you on Everything. right now? Uh, like you're on two right now, right? Regularly. Uh, the one with, uh, on FX called.
0: Uh, oh, you mean the one on Peacock? You mean Craig's show, Craig Robinson's show? It's yeah. It's called uh, Killing It
1: killing it on what that's not peacock yeah
0: it's on peacock it's
1: on peacock called killing it yes and and, and then, then
0: i just finished the second season of uh somebody somewhere for hbo with bridget everett yeah mm-hmm. and you're on like everything grace and frankie i don't know there's a bunch of stuff oh and i've got uh, american-born chinese coming up sometime in january
2: and my favorite was you, the gynecologist in the. Oh
0: yeah, the Chad oh. Apatow films. Yeah. Yes. Oh yes. In uh, this, this is forty. This is and Knocked up. up. Yeah. And knocked
1: up. And he was also in the uh, in the um, the Mike Myers movies. Uh, the the uh, uh, what's it called? He's the the spy. uh, uh, Oh, Austin Powers. Uh, Austin Powers. I love that I can't remember, but either can you. (laughs) I'm looking at you thinking, what?
2: (laughs) What movies was I in?
1: (laughs) And he's uh, more importantly, a good friend who I don't get to see enough. And we worked together years ago, but the reason you're saying you're Jackie, because when did you change your name to Jacqueline?
2: We just talked about this before we came on the air. Because when I was doing all my social media, Jackie was taken. So I put Jacqueline and then just stuck and everyone started calling me Jacqueline. But I said my friends and family still call me Jackie.
0: And oh. so when I've heard, you know, the, the podcast, you, people refer to you as Jacqueline.
2: Well, I was also thinking about changing it to Jacqueline when I became a teacher because I thought it made me sound like more grown up and I don't know.
0: Well, mature, you are, grown, you are grown up and mature.
2: <laughs> not, when, not when I started teaching.
0: <laughs> Interesting.
2: But now I'd like to go back to not being grown up. So I'll go back to Jackie.
0: I remember you, Jackie, very clearly as being a very kind of. Uh, you observed the world around you. You were very aware that your father had a big life, and you know, and that you were a part of this. That you. Know, hang on, hang on.
1: What uh, Alex? my son Alex is just walking into the room in the middle. Are you realizing that uh, one of the cameras is not in focus? No, it's in focus. We just
2: want a little closer.
1: And oh, so why don't we just have Tim move closer to the, to the camera? Tim, <laughs> well, just lean forward. Okay. <laughs> there Does we that go. help? Does that help? <laughs> All right. You guys want
3: a switch
1: seat? Should Me be? and Tim?
2: <laughs>
3: Should
1: Do you we? want
0: us to?
2: Is that what you set it up sure.
0: for? Is that how you always. I don't
1: understand how that changes the focus because he's looking this direction what
2: because he's looking oh
1: okay we're gonna i'm looking a lot at you (laughs) so a lot of this is is lou looking in the right place (laughs) lou how do you feel about how i feel good am i looking good
2: for people you want us to switch switch. for people listening we have a new no 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 we don't
1: know that they may have seen we don't know what order this is oh but we're just (laughs) setting we're just setting (laughs) things up
2: don't knock it into okay, the Okay,
1: don't walk. This is, we always have like behind the scenes. Remember where you were in the story about Jackie? <laughs> what are you doing? Well, you Ben, know, I could bring you your glasses and your water. You don't have to take it with you. Is this good? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Alex, this our son doesn't seem.
0: This must be your way so that you can get to see Jackie a lot more. The podcast or yeah, we, or just
1: sitting podcast. in a, or just seeing her from both sides in one, <laughs> in one episode?
0: Oh gosh! I remember Alex. I was there when he first took training wheels off the bike and was riding on the bike for the first time. Oh, that was two th- almost three two, years yeah, now. Three, yeah, three three <laughs> years ago.
1: Yeah, he finally took the uh, his wow. So you you haven't been around. We don't get to see each other know, a lot. We do What did you say to me uh, outside just before we started?
0: Uh, I asked. Him, I said I assumed. I made an assumption, and I said I'm I'm sure that your mother probably has passed away, right? She and hasn't. he said, no. And you said, and what did you say? What a way for me to find out. Yeah. You... <laughs> but how do you
1: feel about just that it's not true? No. No. No, this is how bad things get started. A
0: way to greet anybody. No, no that's it. I Hi, know, I
1: haven't seen you in so long. He says, sorry about your mother. I didn't know
0: what to say. I didn't know what to say. So and why then, would you start with a false death claim? I don't know how I, I don't, know, I, I don't this is a lot to try to wrangle. <laughs> what is all this
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway go ahead yeah. with your story no that's it i okay. remember, that.
0: I remember you- riley just always in little like girly kind of fairy costumes no that was princess- my son alex you you don't remember that was alex was
1: always wearing girly princess
0: outfits do you
2: also go up to women and ask them if, how far along they are
0: I did do that once. Do you remember you this? You are
2: that person. No, I don't remember this. <laughs> <I did. laughs> was it to me? No
0: it, okay. was, no. it was in church and I remember- Why would my daughter remember this? Because I thought maybe I had said it. And, no. And she was so horrified by the story, no. but it was in church many years ago. And I looked at the lady next to me and I asked her how far along she was. And she said, I'm not pregnant. And it's, it was just, <laughs> I remember thinking, Tim, you shouldn't make assumptions.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah. And from that, and then you came and saw me and said, "I'm sorry about well, the, you know, your mother."
0: Sometimes we learn lessons over and over, <laughs>
1: or, <laughs> or don't, <laughs> or don't learn or don't. them at all. The lady in church uh, yeah. was just fat, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, is that considered a sin?
0: What you did? I'm not. Uh, I don't. I'm not a church-going I, person. I know. I know. Uh, I don't think it's considered a sin. I just think it's impolite. You mean to ask somebody something too personal, you know, and then be wrong? Yeah, I don't think that it's ever a good thing to ask somebody if they're pregnant Jackie, when they're just
1: large. Yes, but Jackie, when Jackie was eight months pregnant and obviously pregnant, tell them what you used to do.
2: People would ask how far along I am, and I would say I'm not pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> All the way up to like the
0: day I gave birth. I said Mm. I wasn't pregnant. You are your dad's (laughs) daughter. Yes.
2: You know what else I saw him do? Before we get into everything else. Back there, he was taking a picture with someone and he intentionally (laughs) cinches the shirt of the person next to him in the picture. So it makes him look better. It makes the other person look heavier.
0: Wow. You you do what you gotta, listen, you do what you gotta do when you're not at your proper weight.
2: You, he puts his arm around them, cinches, cinches his
0: their shirts shirt so the they're back. bulging.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> a well, great case, idea. And then and then all the attention goes to them and they're like, "What's happening with that person's body?" and they don't notice all this happening.
2: Or you just look so thin and <laughs> the-
0: <laughs> Terry likes to make
1: people embarrassed. My wife will embarrass people too. What? I'll tell you this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know this. Uh, we were in an elevator once,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and she thinks this is funny. We were in an elevator once, and Terry says to a stranger in the elevator, "Can you smell my feet?"
0: <laughs> and the stranger goes,
1: "No," and she goes, "Then it must be, then it must be my vagina." <laughs> oh no!
0: Oh no! Oh swallow! <laughs> you guys (laughs) you're lying did you do that no oh (laughs) funny right
1: yeah that is funny okay uh welcome back lou (laughs) thank you thank you ask me what i'm doing what are you doing
2: you don't have the mic my
1: impression (laughs) of following a bouncing ball
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's great for the listeners It's a podcast. For those (laughs) that
1: don't know, he's bobbing his his head. head. (laughs) So Tim Tim is not only a a funny comedian, actor, uh, good person, friend. He has amazing Hollywood stories. And the last time when we had... um, Craig Robinson on this podcast, we called you, Mm -hmm. as he loves you and loves working with you. And you reminded us that one of your first jobs when you came out to Hollywood, like a lot of people were waiters and a lot of people were, you know, valet parking people. You got a job at the Playboy Mansion.
0: Yes, I was a butler for Hugh Hefner for one year. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And? And um, I saw stuff. <laughs> <So> he did. <laughs> now you told a, you told us a story, and uh... yeah, that was the first day on you know my of my job. Uh, I got the job. So wait, how do you get the job? Okay, I got the job. I was taking an acting class with Gordon Hunt, and one of the people in the class was Zelda Rubenstein, who right around that time got the job as the medium in um, uh, Poltergeist.
1: Oh, the little, the the little lady. lady.
0: Mm-hmm. And so she oh. so she knew that I needed another part-time job. And she said, I know the head butler at the Playboy Mansion. So she introduced me to him.
1: Wait, was uh, Zelda Rubinstein also a playmate?
0: No, she was not. Okay. She was not. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> you could put up a picture of Zelda Rubinstein right now, Jeremy.
0: Um, so people can... So Zelda... <laughs> uh, introduced me to them they I went in and, and met with them. they asked who was the me, head butler
1: who was the head butler
0: His name was Thomas i don't remember and his the, last name as
1: the head butler at the uh, Playboy mansion is that the person in charge or were they in charge of
0: there were people, people in charge of him head. No, no they were in charge there were people in charge of him, so I met with his boss who was Mary something i don't remember her last name right now and she uh asked me you know if i'm if i've ever been in a service position and i said no (laughs) and she asked me if um i had a black vest and i said no and she asked me if i was comfortable with different kinds of people and i said yes and then in that order those were the questions (laughs) have you been
1: in the service business (laughs) do you have a black vest (laughs) And are you comfortable with different kinds of people? Somewhere
0: in there, she asked me if I could get a vest by Friday. So they weren't even going to supply you with a vest? No, I ended up getting my. So they
2: don't really care if you have a black vest or if you've been in the service industry. They only care that you were comfortable with people. I
0: think that that was what the interview was about, was I think she was sussing out whether or not I was crazy or, you know, somebody that would be, you know, stalking the women or something like that. A girl. So,
1: and, and she was able to uh, get this from you based mm-hmm. on the fact of vest ownership. Because people who I already don't know have their own vest are probably, <laughs> like, why would you have a black
0: vest? Well, if I was a waiter. Lou, do you waiter, have a black vest somewhere else? If I have a black suit that comes with a vest. Some people, you know, like, uh, if you've been a waiter or something, people back then used to sometimes wear vests. I just was never a waiter. She didn't know this, but I also didn't have black pants. I had to go out and get black pants and a black vest.
2: She didn't I mean, ask you if you had black pants? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> wow,
1: well, and, I mean, and was there, that was the code? That was the dress code, black pants and black vests? And the tie, a
0: and bow tie. A bow tie. If I remember correctly, maybe it wasn't a bow tie. Maybe it was just open collar. I don't really remember, okay. but I remember that first day. So one she my said, first- uh,
1: Mr. Bagley. Um, do you have, have you ever been in the service industry? No. Uh, Mr. Bagley, have you, uh, do you have a black vest? No. Um, are you okay
0: around people? Do you like different kinds of people? You said yes. And they went, I said, yes. you're hired one. Yes.
1: Out of three questions. And you were hired.
0: I don't remember if there was any other questions, but those were the main things. (laughs) When I drove home thinking, this is what we covered.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. So you get home. And did, you, did she tell you in the room that you had the job? Yeah.
0: Okay. She asked me if I could be there Friday. Mm-hmm. What day of the week was it? I don't remember. Okay.
1: But you do remember what day you had to be there.
0: Yeah. I remember I had to be there on a Friday night. And I worked Friday and Saturday and Sunday <laughs> for Shabbat. Yes. <laughs> no. So, so uh, Friday night. So you went out and you bought a vest. And black pants. And black pants. I had black shoes, Howie. I didn't ask. Well, just so you know. Okay. And uh, my first, one of my first tasks, I remember, I so you uh, get there. The head butler gives me, you know, takes me around. He's showing me how to, you know, fill up the M M&M and M jars and make sure there's baby oil in every bathroom and, you know. Why did they want baby oil in well, the bathroom? Well, it was a different time, Howie. Okay. And <laughs> um, and um, then I just remember he handed me a tray with two enemas and two douches on it and said take this up to bedroom four
1: <laughs> and you have never let me so you have two douches and two enemas and you've never been in the service industry before no <laughs> and you're wearing a brand new I vest took to
0: it like that wow okay so you so head up i want it's is it on a silver tray is that how it's presented it was i don't remember what the tray looked like i really don't but it was a tray i okay. remember that and, and you then, knock on the door is there a button is there, there a bell was a, i knocked on the door but i remember going through the great hall and going up the what stairs. What makes a hall great? Well, it's just big. Okay. That's what they call it. <laughs> okay. um, and How many bedrooms are there? I'd imagine I
2: like the Sistine Chapel. Like those hallways are great and grand and big. Is it
0: like the Sistine Chapel? Well, it's kind of more like when you look at a house and they say, this is the great room. And usually it's like a big room. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. More like that. <laughs> I wouldn't think of it more like the Sistine Chapel. The, that's a whole different level
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: right.
0: okay. So uh, how many bedrooms are there? I don't remember.
1: But this is bedroom four.
0: This was bedroom four. Go ahead. And I knock on the door and um, and it opens and it's... Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> very hairy. Um, uh, from... Uh, yeah, Jim, James Kahn. James Kahn, who is no longer with us. That's right. And... There were two young girls in the did bed Did you know he died? Him. Do you know yes, he died? Yes, I did. I do know that. Okay. Yes. Um, and, But I didn't really know him. Did you know yeah. he was going to die? No, I didn't know he was going to die, Howie. <laughs> Dad. We're all gonna no. die. Well, we're all gonna die, right. but we don't know, you know. Was, it, was he dressed? You, You're saying you he's very hairy. You did
2: guess, though. You're, you try to guess when people are dead or gonna die, is what you do, right?
0: I try to guess when they're going to die. Oh, oh because <laughs> no, no, that was just at what we call an
1: unfortunate incident. Okay. <laughs> Wait, you're calling the fact that you think my mother passed an unfortunate incident enough? No, but but enough. the fact that you're Lou standing had enough with this. The fact that you're standing with a douche and an enema in front of was
0: two was, douches <laughs> and two <laughs> enemas. It was it was it, was, was James naked? No, he was in a white towel, very hairy chest. And I gave him the tray. How do you serve? Uh, Sir, here's your douche. I just looked at him. I remember feeling like, like, oh, my gosh, this is James Con. I handed him the tray. Was it rollerball? Yes. And then I went down to the pantry, and I said to the head butler, do you know who that was in bedroom for? And he said, yeah. Jimmy likes his girls clean. (laughs) And so... Whenever I would see James Conn in movies, like when I was in mis- when I was in the theater watching Misery, I just remember wanting to say to people, "Rumi, <laughs> fun fact: um, <laughs> Jimmy likes his girls clean." Like, what do you do with that information? You just kind of carry it with you in your head. And, and now, so and does now you li- shared it with every everyone. Yeah. Does.
1: So, so he, the girls, douche, and and is there a bathroom in bedroom four? Or well, there's.
0: I would imagine a, bed, a bathroom in every bedroom. Right? I don't know. I don't, don't know, have how.
1: They don't an You've the, been
2: to the Playboy Mansion.
1: I have. I was never in bedroom four, and I like everyone clean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I know that. I know yeah. that about you. I'm, but I've never had them. I've told them
1: to go wash their hands. I never said, you know, flush out your ass. <clears throat> Could you flush well, out your ass before you shake my hand? I've never said that to anyone. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, I don't know
0: how, honestly, that how that discussion you know comes up um but i would imagine it would be i don't know i don't know how he so, brings but i'm sure that by the time i saw him it you know he had a whole system of how he would handle that oh so he had two was there two women in there him? were two young women mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: and uh so he would say, uh, you know what I'm gonna do to you? You know what I'm gonna do to you too? And But first, you know what you need to do to yourself?
0: <laughs> I don't know. This is something that you can roll around in your head when you're falling asleep tonight in bed, thinking about, you know, what you've learned today. Did you ever have to do something? <coughs> did you ever have to do, oh, this is disgusting. So I don't gross.
1: know, I don't know. I come here and I cough all the time. No, you always cough. Yeah, You do, yeah. but that's okay. Um when um what did you ever see something uh disgusting
0: yeah mm. <laughs> yeah, I saw lots of things that were disgusting Good and power. things some things that were just uncomfortable, but the one one thing that jumps out at me that was disgusting was uh it was an afternoon sometimes Mr. Hefner would rent the a part of the place out like there was a game room and he would rent that out for a benefit and so then the head butler would... You know. What is in the game room? The game room is like pinballs and billiards and, you know, foosball. And then there's a red room and a blue room. And they were both... So it's like a, a Chuck E. Cheese uh, with uh, 50 shades of gray. It's like... um.
1: Sure. Birthday parties. Go ahead. It's so you not- ran out the room.
0: And so there was a red room and a blue room. And they were both mirrored and... Um, and they were like, you know, fuck rooms is what they were. I'm sorry, Jackie. That's it's okay. just this <laughs> Jacqueline, Jacqueline. Jacqueline. No,
2: I said he could call me Jackie.
0: So, what makes a room like the
1: game room? Is, is the game room uh, this, uh, It's fuck a separate room? facility, like a separate? And when you say fuck rooms, was that the Was that the title that you, as the butler, gave it, or is that what Hugh said? Uh, no, no, more they tissue were tissue in the. Fuck no, room?
0: they were called the blue room and the red room. But, but why? we knew <clears throat> what they were. They were in the game room and they were where people would go. To fuck. Yeah. But
1: why did you not call bedroom number four earlier a fuck room?
0: That was uh, Mr. Kung's room. <laughs> did he have <laughs> his, his own bed- room that he a always lot of used people, number four? A lot of people had their own room. Uh, his doctor, Dr. Saginaw, I think was in bedroom two. Whose doctor? Uh, Mr. Hefner's. What kind of doctor was this? He just was a doctor that lived there. His doctor. doctor.
1: Is that where you got the douches?
0: No, we got the douches out of the cabinet in the pantry. (laughs) Was
1: that in the same pantry where the M&Ms were? Yes. So there were M&Ms, there was the peanut-covered M&Ms, chocolate M&Ms, douche, and... (laughs) And Clark bars and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And enemas. Clark bars and whatnot, and 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 an enema. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. All the chocolate. (laughs) Sure okay so um the doctor lived there full
0: time yeah you're yeah. saying yeah like this is, so this is james khan his daughter actually wrote a book about it his daughter i think her name was jennifer wrote a book about growing up you know at the playboy mansion would he, would her father ever say the daughter of the doctor or the, mm-hmm. or, or the daughter was, of the doctor the doctor's daughter grew up there? The whole mm-hmm. family lived there? No. The wife and the doctor were separated. Oh, you know who else So he was, got custody? You know who else had his own room up there was uh, uh, Kardashian. Uh, I think it was his lawyer. Uh, oh, the original. Yeah, um, Kardashian. Kardashian. Get-
3: no. no. Robert?
0: Robert. Yeah, I think that's it. He had like some gray hair yeah, in the yeah, front. Yeah, yeah, And- um, yeah he had his own room there too that's yeah. so bizarre Wait, I the doctor and story. his daughter oh, we will go ahead keep going <laughs> about which the the game room yeah the fuck so, room. so 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 I went, would, would they say because he was raising his
1: daughter in the house would you hear him say something like how old was she when she was living there
0: when i was there i want to say she was i don't know she she was somewhere around between nine and 11. So would he say to the child, 12. you know what, you can play foosball, but stay out of the fuck room. <laughs> no, I don't think that, I, you know, he might have said, stay away from the blue room and the red room. Okay. okay. But you know what he meant. I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, so I go de- out there, and there was nobody in there, but one, the blue room was locked, the door mm. to the blue room. So I knock on it, and nobody answers, and I'm like, you guys, you have to come out. Mr. Hefner is having a benefit. And so and so eventually three people trotted out past me into the shower, the bathroom. And the first one, you know, you can you can buy a vowel from her any day of the week on
2: No way. (laughs)
0: No
2: way. Yes. Pat
1: Sajak?
0: (laughs) No. (laughs) Go ahead. No. So keep going, keep going. So and her boyfriend at the time was a guy named John Gibson, and then their friend that was with them was a Chippendales dancer named Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. And, um, and... I can solve this. <clears throat> so, so the three of them went off to the showers, right. and I went in there, and I can't even describe what a mess it was or how badly it smelled, but I'm going to try. Oh my um, God. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> just to upset you Howie <laughs> oh my so it was you know just like I remember the sheets were off the bed there were you know stains on the bed there was um stains yeah every kind of stain that you could like they imagine. didn't do an enema before this no Okay they, there was there was stuff <laughs> and then there was baby an empty bottle of baby oil and on the mirrors there was you know baby oil like I remember there were handprints uh that kind of went like this, and for those <laughs> who slid. who can't see it, it's like your hands start in the center and something has happened, and all of a sudden they've slidden out to the side <laughs> so um and and so I just remember. Thinking, I don't know where to start. Like, I don't know what to do. And so I picked up the sheets, and I could feel them wet on my arms. Oh. oh! And so what happened was I dropped the sheets, and I went back to the main house. And I remember I kept my arms out in front of me, and I went into the pantry, and I said to the head butler, I can't, I can't clean that. Like, I can't clean it. Uh, it's a mess, and he got mad at me. And while he was hollering at me, I remember I kept washing my hands and my arms over and over in the sink. And at the time, this is before antibacterial soap. I know this is your nightmare. Um, at the time, at the time, there was no antibacterial soap, so there was a thing of Listerine on the you know side mouthwash, there mouthwash. mouthwash and it says listerine kills germs and i just thought good enough and <laughs> i remember i kind of put it on my hands and just kind of dried my hands and i just kept putting listerine on my hands and my arms and i still felt dirty it was it was uh it was a mess and i think they ended up just going and locking that door so that nobody could go into the blue room that ever, day. ever no again. just that day just that day. You didn't get fired for saying no? I didn't get fired because they actually had maids and people that did that, but they were just gone for the day, so. And you've never actually been involved in the service business. Service I made it very clear when I was hired that I was not in the service business.
1: I love that the fact that one of your duties was to uh, walk into a room and clean fluids. No, and, I, no, no, but that was expected of you that mo- at that moment. And one of the things that is expected of somebody that has to
0: do that is you must own a vest. (laughs) right. Exactly. Well, the vest came in handy because it kept my shirt and my body from feeling the moisture that my wet arms felt. So... So that was the, when you asked me if there was ever anything that, was, that I saw something that was. Have really you said disgusting. that? I think you
1: did a one man show once. Did you talk about that? I did. That? I talked about all
0: this in my one.
1: So has she ever heard this story?
0: Uh, her husband, her ex husband, uh, when I did it in, at the Aspen Comedy Festival many years ago, he came backstage and somebody said, Van White's husband is here, and he wants to talk to you. And I oh was gosh. just like, "Oh my god! Oh no! Oh no!" And uh, and I went and talked to him, and he shook my hand, and he was like, "You know, I remember those days. You know, she—I've heard all about him. And, you know, blah blah blah." And I thought to myself, "Well, of course, he wouldn't be like. Of course, they know that this is who she was, and you know where she came from, and 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 so they wouldn't." You know, it's a part of her life. Have you ever bumped into her since? No, I never. But they
2: don't make you sign an NDA or any, or was it? No, no,
1: I didn't. I, I, I don't think I heard of NDAs until like the late eighties.
2: Did you ever see? I know that the girls from Girl Next Door, like Holly Madison, P and That's Kendra, later. I know, but that I'm saying later. that they said that the women that were there were not treated very well by Hef. Did you ever see anything like that?
0: Um. You know, if I'm honest about that, one of the things that would happen in the pantry, we would all kind of gather and a lot of times some of the girls would come down and they would be upset because they would have to go up to a bedroom to kind of go be with somebody and they didn't really want to do it, but they understood that a part of their staying there, you know, they had to go do this. And so for a lot of girls, it was rough. And I remember some a lot of girls would smoke a lot and do you know, drink and do pills and stuff, and I think that a lot of that was just to try to get through the That's process. Sad. Yeah, did you ever sad.
2: have like strict rules for them where they weren't allowed to leave the premises or like? I don't perfused. know that. No? I don't
0: know that. I don't know that. I've heard, I've read that in books. Yeah, and um, you know, so I've I've heard a lot of that, and there was a really good docu series that came out recently, uh, all about this part of the dark side of the Playboy Mansion. And it was fascinating to me. Did you ever uh, have a run in, did you ever meet Cosby? I remember seeing him there, but I never met him. But the thing that I would say about that is that uh, it was was a time where all those men that were friends of Hugh Hefner's kind of, there was a normalcy to what they were doing. So what Bill Cosby did, a lot of people did back then, and and Ground Zero to me was the Playboy Mansion. It's just you know they would do that,
2: and it was a known thing. And And they
0: would yeah, and people would you know talk about that they had been drugged or you know things like that. You know the girls would talk about that. So it was I lasted one year, and it was all too depressing for me. But then also I got fired.
1: I find getting fired can, can be depressing. Yeah. Why did you get fired? Well, it turns out I'm not good in a service yeah. position. <laughs> um, no, what happened? Because there was a shortage of mouthwash in the no, mansion. What's happening no. with all the
0: mouthwash? <laughs> and why does that one butler have wet arms? Yeah. And they're blue. Right. right. <laughs> um, no, What? how I got fired was it was a... Memorial Day, and a lot of the Playboy bunnies were running around topless, and it was, you know, is that what they do? Is that how on, they celebrated Memorial yeah, Day? Mm-hmm. And um and so because it was Memorial Day, <laughs> exactly. See what I did there? <laughs> I Mammary did. Glands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I get it? That's Thank a you. that's a pun. That's
1: a
2: dad joke. I'll, I'll
0: yeah. <laughs> a Dad joke about Mammary. memory. And so, so a woman showed up, an older woman with a yellow silk dress, and she was very bossy, and all. The butlers and the bartenders, everybody was kind of complaining about her. And wait, wait, she, she showed demanding. up as a guest? Yes. Is she, is she a well-known person? Yes.
1: It, you want me just to tell you?
0: Well, is, is there a problem in telling us? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I will Are, tell you Am that, I going to get a call? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I, I will tell you that she, um, she was very bossy to a lot of people. And... And I remember the bartender said she kept stealing his cigarettes and she didn't want Spanish champagne. And there were lots what is of problems. Spanish champagne. I don't know. Some cha- champagne. Champagne is French. Yeah, but they were, there was, they were serving some kind of Spanish champagne and she just didn't want that. And so. Who is it?
1: Robert Culp.
0: <laughs> no. No. Look no. where his mic is. <laughs> they could tell. The people at home could tell. That was he's, Lou guessing. That. Up to the, the, skull. <laughs> the skull. Yeah. Um, uh, who is? Who, it's uh, Joan Collins. Okay. And and let me just tell you that she looks, has. She she looks very different through a soft lens on TV than in real life. And she had. had I think
1: Joan Collins. Is she is she with us?
0: Yes. I would You're not make that assumption, Howie. <laughs> what, why would you make that assumption? Somebody, how Google dare that. you? Google that. no one. <laughs> how <laughs> no, dare she you? Oh, she is. She just went to the hospital a couple weeks ago for something that happened. Are
1: you?
2: Yeah, she's alive.
1: Why is she in the hospital? She's out of the hospital now, Howie. She's told me she's fine. Thank God lose back. He's got, all the, he's got all the scoops on
0: Joan Collins. <laughs> so now, so now but at I that said, time, when she was young and hot. No, right? she wasn't young and hot. She was on, it was after she had done, um, uh, what was the show she Dallas. was on? Not, yeah, Dallas. And, and she had long hair on Dallas, and when she was here, she had short hair, and I didn't recognize her and so but she's um, wearing a yellow silk a yellow silk dress and and then what what happened was it was the end of the night and i was tired it was like around two in the morning and she you know all day she she had been calling us and we would help but she would call us boy and you know call us over and and she called me boy and called me over and she said that she was ready for her car. And I said, well, there's a valet service. You just go to the front door. And She said, I'm asking you to go do this for me. And and I said, okay, I will do this now. I am not proud that I said this, but this is what I said. And again, I would never say this now, but this is what came out at two in the morning after butlering all day. I said to her, I will go let the... No, to bring your car around, but I just have to tell you that I do not appreciate your cunty attitude. Now, <laughs> do you remember this, Howie? Because I, anyway, so, your, so- I do not appreciate your what? Your cunty attitude. Right. So then what happened was, I, the next day I come into work, nobody's making eye contact with me. All no the other butlers are icing me. I go
1: into- That's so weird. When you're standing there with a tray of- douches and animas, but nobody wants to look at you
0: not now <laughs> and I got called into my boss's office and they asked me if I called Joan, Joan Collins. Collins a cunt last night and I said first of all I didn't realize it was Joan Collins number one because I people don't
1: know two. that don't think of her with short hair
0: right and I said number two I did not call her a cunt I said that I didn't appreciate her cunty attitude and he was like well, you can't say that. Why? And I said, well, I realized that. And he was like, "When did you, you know, realize? When did it come
1: to you that like at the meeting or when after When I work? was driving home. Yeah. You thought to yourself, what?
0: You can't use that <laughs> word. And, and it could possibly come back. Do you find me. that a why, <laughs> but do you find that putting a why on the end of it softens it? For me, it did. It made sense to me. I was saying that it was her attitude it was not, cunty, her. not her. You're separating the cunt in from the woman. In my mind, that's what I did, and that's what I tried to explain when they were firing the me. The why separates
1: the cunt from the woman, and people don't realize that. It's a different time.
0: <laughs> yes, and so, so then um, I learned a very valuable lesson, and I never was in a service position again. I, what did you learn? I can't, I, I have a problem with bad attitudes, and... I've been a very good, all my life, I'm great with waiters and people, you know, uh, you know in the service position, but I just wasn't good at it because if somebody was nasty to me, I had a hard time with it.
2: You still have the black
3: vest? I don't think so.
0: <laughs> you want it? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: <laughs> have you, did you ever bump into Joan Collins since that time? I was
0: at a... Thanksgiving party mm-hmm. in New York, and she was there. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to bring it up or talk about it. But you thought you should. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. I, but what was really going on with her was she had just done a one person show and got horrible reviews. By the man that was sitting next to her at the Thanksgiving table, mm-hmm. and so everybody was talking about how we don't know what to do. He's here, she's there. They're sitting next to each other. Her do you think that you think close. that the that the person that was holding the party who who who's who
1: was the? Uh, was, I think host.
2: that's cunt karma.
1: It was <laughs> wow. That it should was, be our new T-shirt. Cunt karma. CC on CC me on that. <laughs> is it karma oh,
2: with a
3: K?
1: I know. Okay. Don't ruin my jokes Sorry. with spelling. Spelling Sorry. doesn't count. Okay. Okay, but who whose party was it? It was two friends of mine, Michael and Terrence. Okay. Does, did Michael and Terrence not... Did, do you not think that they did that purposely? They put her next to a uh, reviewer?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I know this. I know that when I got there and told them, you know, do Collins is here. And I told them that I was fired because of her. And then they were like, no, you were fired because you called somebody cunty. like, you can't do that. Anyway, but- um, Were you sitting on the other side of her? I was sitting across from
1: her. Across from her. But here's the thing. Her bad reviewer of her one woman show is sitting beside her. The one person probably in her life that has referred to her
0: as a cunt to her face. I did not. I said that she had a cunty Cunty attitude. attitude. I know, is sitting across from her.
1: Did she have a good time at the party?
0: Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing, Howie. She left early.: Don't But I will.: say this, <laughs> I will say this about that. Yeah. You know, when I, I think that there was no, play, no time for me with all that was going on, and everybody was like, that reviewer gave her bad reviews, and everybody was like, you know, handling the situation. I didn't think it was appropriate to go. Here's a fun story. (laughs) (laughs) Were you uncomfortable being face to face with her while she was eating? Uh, You know, what was uncomfortable was I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to talk about it, but it was too many, there were too many people around. And I kind of, I think you missed an opportunity. I know. I kind of wished that I and had it would have taken her mind her. off the. You know what we should do you right now?
2: A- we should ask all of our <laughs> listeners and watchers and subscribers if there's any way, if any of you can just make sure this gets to her, this episode, so that she can. You're, it's like you're talking about it now with her.
0: And you get it off your chest, and yeah. maybe you don't know. Well, if Well, I've gotten it off my chest. I've talked about it for years. It's off my chest. But
2: don't you want her to know?
0: Um, <laughs> she. I'm sure she doesn't even remember that. I'm sure that she, it was not a big deal to her. She's it was a big deal Karen. to me ja- because ja- Jacqueline. I, I got fired. Uh, Jackie, Jacqueline. Whatever. I don't know. You've Do you ever call her Jackie? Always.
1: He only
2: calls me Jackie. Okay, yeah, so.
1: But I have just changed it to Jacqueline because of this thing. I I love that you're reaching out to our viewers and our listeners like we have an audience that is connected to Joan Collins in (laughs) any way. It might be more
2: than Kevin Bacon, maybe nine or 10 steps, but I'm sure someone is.
1: You realize we're 35, we're 35th in Croatia. There is no way that anybody that listens or watches this show knows Joan Collins.
2: Who knows? You never know. We can make it happen. What was she doing at the Playboy match?
0: She, at the time, had had just... Finished doing a pictorial layout of her naked. at her age, naked.
1: Mm-hmm. Did she have? Uh, and it was. More- and it was.
0: And the whole point of it was kind of empowering women of a certain age to say, "Look at how fantastic I look." And did you think so? Yeah, she's. She. You know, she looked fantastic in the the um the layout, the pictorial layout. But again, soft lens, very helpful. <laughs> I think there's a movie in this, Hefner, uh, uh, Hefner Abbey.
2: Hefner Abbey? Yeah.
3: Don't uh, get it. Maids, like Downton you know, Abbey? Like
1: Downton Abbey. This whole thing about a butler, maids,
0: cleaning rooms, and, and, the, and the, the, the stuff going on.
2: They should do a sitcom like that. I a pitched
0: ball. it around town for years. I, what did you pitch? I did that one person show and I pitched it as a series and I couldn't get interested in it. Did you, did you as explain to, did you comedy. pitch the
1: cunty scene?
0: Because <laughs> no. I would no. imagine every executive <laughs> no. in town would go, we got to have this. And, <laughs> no, no. It also was a different time. But again, now I can't imagine. I mean, I don't even know if, if you can say that. What? Cunty.
2: You can. I'm telling you, you can. You did. And we had a guest on that said that cunt is fine too. Without the y.
1: Do you have
0: friends from England? Uh, I'm sure I do. I can't think of anybody right now. And they don't like you. But the thing is that,
1: <laughs> that they, uh, my friends who are English use that word. Oh, yeah, that's right. I've heard. In kind of an affectionate
0: yes. way. Yes. I've heard. Uh, it's a greeting. Yeah. Not a. Well, I wouldn't. But it's a very common. It's a better used. greeting
1: than is your mother still alive? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Fair enough fair enough <laughs> boy i've learned my lessons today <laughs> no you haven't <laughs> you are amazing i will keep relearning
1: them what is another you know, from your one minute ma- okay oh, go, go ahead
2: Say you know something. what i remember what? from when i was younger going to the set when you were doing uh sunny days was it sunny days yeah. and getting sunny skies the, sunny skies getting spit in the eye with from the l- a llama. A llama
0: i remember that yeah I remember And that. a
2: Beagle? That was a bagel? Wasn't there a Beagle? Yes. Yeah.
0: There was a yep. With cream cheese. I yeah. was Stevie cream cheese in that sketch. Yeah. Um, here's something. Howie right when I was finishing up with the groundlings, I mean, you know, Howie I auditioned for Howie's show and it's the first time I was ever a series regular on a show. It was like, what was that, ninety four or ninety five? How we meant I don't I sunny know, the, the thing I
1: remember, the uh, we won a uh, Cable Ace Award. So really? The, the, yeah, wow. wow. Um, uh, it's the same year, I remember when we were taping it, because uh, Rich, who was a producer on it, is with us, uh, the Oklahoma bombing. So that's what I remember. That, whatever year the Oklahoma bombing was, was the year
0: we were doing the I show. I think that's 95. Is that right? Um, uh,
1: somebody, somebody is looking it up. There we go. See that? You can see it um, on 93. The Google. 93.
0: 93, okay. Okay and so uh I just I, it was my first like job right. and um and I remember you just made me feel so um talented like you made me feel you are so talented good.
1: you're probably one of the funniest people i've ever met You're so such <laughs> well, a good actor and such well, thanks, a range honey. in acting you're such a good guy.
0: actor that's a thing that a lot of people don't know i know i try to tell them but they you're don't you're a very good actor days. and you always have been no, well not always have been I've, i'm not acting anymore i don't act you don't you don't no nobody calls am i wrong right or wrong about this wrong when you when <laughs> you you did like a Bad guy in something that you had to shave your head for. And your wife liked it so much that you kept it. Right. Yeah. You were right. That's what I remember. So, but now I'm not an actor, I'm a game show host. So, because
1: you got that right, I'm moving you into a bonus (laughs) round. And I do that whether there's a game or not. So, you are on your way (laughs) to the grand prize or the Great Hall. (laughs) The Great Hall. You're going to the Great Hall. Tell me something else
0: uh, wild about the Playboy. i'm fascinated by about the-, the
1: playboy Mansion. yeah like another icky weird okay funny-
0: we could do that there's another thing that i was thinking might be interesting to talk about but i can no go ahead to- What if you well, want to- i was thinking about when we first when i first got the job with you right um there was an interesting thing that happened where when you're a series regular you have to go get a physical mm-hmm. and i don't know if you remember this or not but i got a physical with and, and there was an older man, and he said to me, Just so you know, we don't die. Our spirit continues on. We don't die. And I was like, Okay. And the doctor told you Yes. That? You don't remember that. I don't think you this were was, at a doctor. I think you went to a psychic. <laughs> no, no. And he, he said that. And I said, uh, You know, what do you mean? And he said, He told me about a friend that he had who passed away. And when he passed away, he, you know, felt him going through crossing over whatever so i came the very first day on the job we met like downstairs in the lobby and the cast was there and i told the story about this doctor who told me that we don't die and you said um i believe that i do and you said uh you said i actually brought a book by george anderson if you want to read it and it's called we don't die and i read the book and it kind of introduced me to the whole concept of you know and he was telling me that i needed to know this because somebody in my life was going to be dying soon and and i thought you know i was confused by that but then you know 2 months later my partner at the time had passed away i remember that and yep yeah, and um and i just remember you were the one that kind of i don't know we were all laughing about it and then afterwards you said i believe that and you gave me that book and i read the book and it really it it made me understand that there is more and that life does continue on you know spirit's continue on and that you can communicate with spirits and yeah. so that was all and you found that a little bit
1: comforting and i was also uh, amazed at you because uh, you were going through this very dark time in your personal yeah. life at the same time as we were doing silly comedy yes and maybe that's a great, for me, comedy has been the panacea to yes. get through and smiling and laughing has always helped me. And to watch you go through in tragedy, you know, and, uh, lose somebody you love. And it was a slow, painful process. And at the same time, each and every day you were delivering the most brilliant, funny, bright,
0: focused comedy well thanks you know
1: but it really was i think you're in and uh it was
0: it's a gift it's kind of you know when you go through a dark time in your life it's a gift to have a job and something to do and and it was playful and i remember you brought up the stevie's cream cheese sketch where i got spit in the eye by a llama i remember seeing myself in the mirror with that costume and that crazy you know get up and I had gotten a phone call that day that he was slipping away. And I had just gotten the phone call. I hung up the phone. I went out and shot that scene. And I called his brother afterwards. And he did end up living for a couple more months after that. But it was like during that period that he was dying. And I remember seeing the llama like come towards me and looking at me like this and thinking, this can't be good. (laughs) And then all of a sudden it backed up and then it spit and it went into my eye and I just remember thinking, whatever that is, I have like llama goo in my eye. (laughs) Now, do you think that it's something in you that brings
1: fluids?
2: I I was going to say that every job you've had, you had fluids all over you.
1: And we didn't have, I
0: remember you screaming and it made no sense, but it does today where you went, I
1: need Listerine. Somebody bring me
0: Listerine. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. But I, I, I do know this. I know that being around Howie made me much more aware of germs and things. And I've carried that the whole rest of my life. I, you know, I I've been much more aware of I'm everything. No. It's
2: not a good thing.
0: <laughs> it's it's uh it makes sense if you really think about it. It makes sense. No, no. No, it no. does make sense.
1: Here's the problem. The difference between it making sense and making you a little bit neurotic about germs is different than what I go through because yeah, I know. the fact that it makes sense, I can't get past it. I know. So it'll stop my life. But it's not about me, it's about no, you.
0: No, I remember, I remember even back then saying to you, like, I understand that you don't want to shake other people's hands or hug people. And I would hug you and you know, all that. And I'd say, but you're not talking about me, right? And you were like, yeah. I am. It's everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, oh, okay. And so then and I Especially knowing that. the job that you had previous working. With
1: <laughs> Speaking of which, one more. You gotta fill me with one more before you go. One more icky,
0: wonderful,
1: crazy, playboy mansion
0: Uh, episode. Okay, well, there there are a lot of them, but the grotto was always kind of a place I never wanted to go down around the grotto. So for those that are young and don't know, the grotto
1: was the world-famous pool area in a a cave, kind of, right? It was this man-made... It was
0: like a cave, and people would go down there, oftentimes not in, you know, uh, clothes. And and but vestless. You had a vest on. Yeah. Well, I would have my vest and my <laughs> black pants and whatnot. But um, and I just remember one time. Hmm. Oh boy. And I love this man. It's somebody I've worked with since, and he's just wonderful. And you worked with him on St. Elsewhere. And sure. he was in the grotto with a young lady, and I remember. I had to go take towels into the bathroom down there. That's what, why I went in there. And I realized when I walked past them that they were in the middle of you know, a, a moment. Mm-hmm. And I just walked into the bathroom and I thought, well, I'll just wait. I'll just wait until it's an appropriate time to leave. Now, when somebody <laughs> is doing that,
1: what are you waiting for? Are you waiting for it to end? Are I'm you waiting, waiting for it for, to uh, Pull out so you I'm can I'm waiting
0: get out. for it to end so that uh, people can compose themselves, and I could trot by without making eye contact. But uh, so you were making. So
1: they were. Were they both facing you? Was no. was he coming in from behind?
0: No, he was in. He was. He was sitting on the side of the grotto. Mm-hmm. I walked behind him, mm-hmm. and there was a woman uh, in the grotto, um, uh, and she was facing him, With face to face. In his lap. Yes.
2: Her head in his lap.
0: Why does my daughter know?
1: <laughs> Go ahead.
2: I just knew from his hand gestures, his hand mm-hmm. motions. Not, okay. And I said it for all everyone because right. not everyone is watching.
1: Okay. So and, she's 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 in the service industry. She's servicing him <laughs> is what you're saying.
0: Well, okay. Okay. And uh, all I can tell you is that I waited in there for what seemed like about 20 minutes and- mm-hmm. And I realized at some point that there really is no appropriate time to walk past somebody that's having sex in the grotto. So I just finally but, went.
1: Right, but let me ask you a question before you go. But, but you were walking behind, so he didn't see you. She's face down. She didn't see you. What are you waiting for, for her to finish? And they'd be up, and they saw you, and they knew you were there.
0: I felt like I didn't want to be there for the... the release <laughs>
2: <laughs> just in case that
3: you. but timed how would
0: you be able how would you be able to time that and how <laughs> well would you i know? thought i could wait until i heard the sounds that people make when they make when they have a release and so i never heard those sounds and so after 20 minutes i just i just left so <laughs> so you didn't know, know maybe- so you were you wanted, you wanted to go
1: when he was coming. I wanted well, to well, go. I'm, I'm confused here. I don't know whether you're coming or going. Or whether he's coming and you're going, or you're
0: going and coming. <laughs> I was waiting. And I don't know when... People were coming or going. Okay. I just know that you I wanted to go when he came. I wanted to go after he <laughs> came. Isn't it creepier
2: came. that you were waiting in there for twenty I know. minutes
0: listening? <laughs> and then also when you're in there, in there thinking, it's like, well, now it's become a thing. It's like now I'm in there just waiting, and it feels really creepy. And it's like, you know, I just didn't know. Wh- I just and there were lots of moments like that that were awkward. That you just didn't. I just didn't know how to. You
2: don't want to say who it is? I want to. Know I know who it, it
0: is. Yeah. No, I,
1: let them guess. Let people guess. Oh, I know okay. who it is. It's somebody I work with. Yes. Uh, okay. And go, go ahead. He's wonderful.
0: Wonderful, wonderful person. Go ahead. Uh, I, I feel so like I've list. said too much. <laughs> Did, have
1: you ever approached this person when you were working with them and said,
0: do you remember me? No, but the first time I worked with him, he came up to me, him, me and said, I feel like I know you from somewhere. <laughs> and I, was, I remember decidedly saying, we've never met. We have never met. You lied. I had never <laughs> met him. So I only it's not saw him. I only saw him, and I know that it takes him a very long time to come. Those are the only things we <laughs> know. Ah, oh, we're yeah. not... We're not going to say. We're not going to say. We're not going to say that one. I feel protective. Yeah. So am I.
1: Um, <laughs> what, uh, what was I going to say? Um, but I want to... Tell me one more awkward story, because these stories are great. Like, I really icky one (laughs) you want to
0: close on the ickiness well they're all kind of icky that wasn't so icky it was for me (laughs) imagine you standing there in the bathroom waiting for somebody to have an orgasm it's like not it's icky um well uh, there's one um (laughs) there's oh here's one this isn't really icky okay it's not really icky, but it's kind of historic. I was there. Oh, history. So people who are interested. Mm, call your friends, call your neighbors. Lesson. This is a history, historic lesson. He was. He, we'll uh, he, Mr. Hefner was dating Shannon Tweed at the time. Or Shannon Tweed, who is now the wife, or yes. I don't think they, they, they never got married. Gene Simmons. Know. Yeah, that's correct. Right.
1: Gene Simmons bore, uh, I mean, Shannon Tweed bore Gene Simmons' children. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And. Uh, I think she's Canadian. I think you're right. I am. And I was there, I think you're right. Yeah, because her sister was, yeah, her sister would come and visit from Canada. Right, and there's no way that they lived in the States and her sister would fly
1: up to Canada to come in to see her sister down in Los (laughs) Angeles. And oddly,
0: his next girlfriend after Shannon Tweed was also Canadian, named Carrie Lee. Hmm. But anyway, that's a whole different story. But um, the one with Shannon, I was there the night that they broke up. And... Uh, what I remember about it is there was a big argument in the den and all the butlers scampered off to the pantry and nobody wanted to be around it. Did you scamper? No. I stayed there. I wanted to hear it. <laughs> I wanted to hear what was happening. And so I took M&M's out to the M&M bowl and and I was slowly pouring the M&M's in the bowl while he was scolding her. And it was something about drugs and her bringing drugs on the property and he did not want drugs on the property because he had gotten in trouble in the past and you know so it was something about drugs and then at one point i'm you know pouring the m&ms in and then i would you know pour them back in the back, <laughs>
1: <was just> really, <laughs> back and forth
0: you know yeah just back slowly you know and he did not d-
1: notice the sound of m&ms dropping
0: into a bowl because that's <laughs> for sounds- 20
2: minutes mm-hmm. m&m's dropping for 20
0: minutes and then All of a sudden, the door opens up, and Shannon runs by, and Mr. Hefner comes by, and I didn't know what to do, so I just sat in a chair that was there next to this little table where the candy dish was on. And I remember thinking, I had the logic, if I just stare straight ahead, maybe they won't see me. (laughs) <laughs> and I just sat there and my logic was like, you know, if I don't make eye contact with They'll them, think I'm a mannequin. I'll just maybe they won't notice. And he kind of stopped and he looked at me and then he went off. And I just remember thinking, it worked. <laughs> 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 but it was yeah. like crazy logic. And then yeah, then his next girlfriend was also from Canada and she was Carrie Lee. I don't know. And Carrie. she moved in with her girlfriend and um oh that's good yes and uh it was a different time at the playboy mansion and like did I said, did you ever walk
1: in on them having
0: sex um no i no but i did have an incident where carrie lee called and wanted um uh it was just uh uh these drinks but they were um just uh what is it called perrier water with a little bit of so there's no alcohol, so it's Perrier, and then uh, cranberry juice and limes, mm. and so she wanted three of those. So I she had a went UTI, up there. Then. I went up there. There were three naked girls in the bed, mm-hmm. and I said, "Where, you know, where do you want the tray?" And oh wow, she what said, a great story!
1: <laughs> Thanks so much for being here, Tim. Thank you. Dad.
2: Yeah. So yeah.
1: okay (laughs) thank you so much for being of course all right (laughs)
3: That's (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious